0: The poet seems to be completely overwhelmed by a sense of injustice and fury. His anger pours out like a diatribe, accusing God of violent abuse. We see a rapidly unfolding word picture of a God who is out of control, swirling around in unbridled destruction. In verse 9, we see that the whole of society has been rocked by the destruction of Jerusalem. The king and all those who ruled with him have been removed. God has desecrated his holy city, and even the city gates hang their heads in shame. In verse 10, the depth of the despair and sense of being abandoned by God is so intense. Our poet has hit rock bottom. There's nothing left to say. No words of comfort. No hope of life ahead. There is only exhaustion, despair, and the overbearing presence of grief. The sad reality is that even this week... I've spent time with people who feel exactly like that. Even if there is a God, He's not interested in me. God doesn't care. God is absent in Lamentations 2. He does not speak, He does not comfort, restore health, return children. Or bring life back to any semblance of normality. Even the priests can't begin to offer solace, and the prophets are silent. When God is silent, our pain is magnified. We look to God for comfort, but none is found. We're abandoned alone without hope in the depths of the despair of Lamentations too, we see a model of how we can bring our pain and suffering to God those lamenting complain loudly they shout in protest they express their corporate and their individual grief they argue with God and they find fault with him Not necessarily our usual model for how we pray, but this week I found Lamentations 2 a really helpful model to pray. It's an honest, heart wrenching expression by people abandoned by God. So, how do we pray when we feel God's abandoned us? There are some clues in our text. Firstly, we pray with our bodies. In verse 10, it says, The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground in silence. They have sprinkled dust on their heads and put on sackcloth. The young women have bowed their heads to the ground. When death and grief prevail, and the mere thought of praying is too great a challenge for us, we can use physical symbols to express our distress. I'm not necessarily advocating that we put on sackcloth and ashes and walk through Winchester, but especially during Lent, we can use our posture, our actions and silence before God to express lament. I used to be a volunteer chaplain at Winchester Hospital. And it's a real privilege to sit alongside people in their moment of grief and desperate need. I remember one particular lady who was in so much physical and emotional pain. She wanted so desperately to pray, but couldn't. We sat in silence together. She held on tightly to a tiny wooden cross because in that moment, the only way that she felt that she might be able to connect to God was by doing something physical. Sometimes the pain is so great, sometimes the pain is so great, all we can do is sit in our grief or sit with others in their grief, hoping that God might remember us. Secondly, we can pray with our emotions in verse 11 it says my eyes fail from weeping I am in torment within my heart is poured out on the ground in verse 18 the the poet expresses this more clearly he writes the hearts of the people cry out to the Lord let your tears flow like a river day and night and in verse 19, it says, cry out in the night, pour out your heart like water in the presence of the Lord. To pour out our hearts speaks of continuing lament. It's a call to pray despite our circumstances. The Hebrew expression translated pour out your heart is far more graphic. It's used to describe uncontrollable vomiting. It's that gut-wrenching, overwhelming feeling and raw emotion that's often experienced in the depth of grief. Lastly, we pray from where we are, not where we want to be. In verse 19, it says, lift up your hands to him. But when we feel abandoned by God, the last thing we want to do is cry out to him. When we are despondent and in despair, Lamentations 2 brings an unwanted challenge to shift our focus towards God, to lift our hands to him in prayer, and to call out to him, no matter how quiet and faltering that cry might be. When we lament, we pray when we can't feel God's presence, and we can't hear his voice. We pray when there are no indications that God will listen. We pray with whatever faith we have left, no matter how small and insignificant our faith might feel. We pray when we run out of tears. We pray when we've reached rock bottom. Because we choose to lift our hands to him. We pray, holding on to that smallest glimmer of hope that one day God might hear us. Until then, we lament. Amen. Let's just sit in the silence before God and reflect on what he might be saying to us this morning. We're going to take a moment to pray through a response to Lamentations 2. I'm going to allow time for silence, so please pray to God in your own heart, either in your own words or using words from Lamentations, if you would find that helpful. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you gave us the Holy Spirit as a great counsellor and mighty comforter. Holy Spirit, we welcome you among us today. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and minister to us in the precious name of Jesus. And as we spend time before God, you might find it helpful to invite the Holy Spirit to bring to mind those times in your life where you felt abandoned by God. And as we sit in our pain, ask the Holy Spirit to lift that cloud. And with eyes of faith, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus sat with you in those times of pain and despair. tender God when life becomes tangled and we have tried to untangle it on our own and with our own devices forgive us and give us strength to wait in the quietness as we allow you to be God and to clear the way ahead of us In your mind's eye, as you see Jesus next to you, look at his gentle face. See the compassion in his eyes. Hear the gentleness of his voice as he speaks lovingly to you and says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. As we stay in an attitude of prayer and I invite you to stand if you're able and to join me to lift up our hands to the Lord. And for some of us, we might just feel comfortable with our hands at waist height. Some of us might feel more comfortable with our hands outstretched. But use our bodies to lament before God. Our loving Heavenly Father, we pray for those known to us who feel abandoned by you. In the quietness of your heart, just name those people before God. And Lord, we look across your broken world and we pray for people who feel abandoned by you. This morning we pray particularly for the people of Ukraine, the people of Russia, the people of Turkey, and the people of Syria. And Lord, we lift the people and places that you've put on our hearts before you today. And Lord, we pray that your kingdom come and your will be done in these situations.